Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. TPV Radio. Central Texas. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go! There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by Live 365 and this station. What's good, radio family? The Thomas Voice Radio Network has an all-star lineup just for you. Just pick your flavor. Starting with, on Sundays, the Thomas Voice Reloaded at 2 p.m., Central Standard Time, followed by Satellite with Michael Ceballos at 4.30 p.m. Monday, The Grub at 12 noon. Darcy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Tuesday, Victory Over the Weights of Life with Sister Deanne Labrine at 6 p.m. Friday's Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4 p.m. Saturdays is our triple hitter, and it starts off with Saturdays for Best with Sister Lorraine Brown, followed by Brother Now Presents with Pastor Gene Homer at 4 p.m., and Motorbar Nation with Sandra Grace at 7 p.m. The Starless Voice presents by appointment only, coming soon. TPV Radio Open Mic, open to all pastors, preachers, and artists, and we're going to get it in to be announced. You can also catch us on Live 365, 24-7. Just search the Thomas Voice Radio Network, and you're in there. Walk with us, family. Let's go. At Javina Distributing, we got your covering for your winter and summer needs. One size fits all. To order yours today, please message them on Facebook at Javina Distributing or call 616-929-2991 or 517-489-6923. Or you can order from the website www.allsports.com. Headgear.com and type in promo code Siron2020 to receive 20% off your purchase. Let's get it. Let's go. At Majal's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. Like our face, foot, 
body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majowsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majows Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the bank. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. It is now time to get your spiritual fix and uplifting word with yours truly, the psalmist's voice. This is the hottest Christian radio show on the planet. Are you ready ready to walk? What's good, family? This is your boy, the psalmist's voice, a.k.a. Pastor Christopher Newton. And you're listening to the psalmist's voice radio network. Walk with us, family. Let's go. Life 
and bring a fresh revelation and understanding of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So family, we've been on this road together talking about the spiritual war of depression, and we got breakthrough. Last week, we went over the steps, so we're going to continue that in just a few minutes. But of course, I can't continue without introducing the family. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. It has no rain in the forecast, but I'm hearing thunder and lightning in the background. Oh, okay. This is why, family. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Brother John is in the building with Pastor Gene Homer. What's good? What's good, radio family? This is Brother John back with you again on the song that's reloaded. I am AKA the Thunder, the Thunder Half of Thunder and Lightning. And we're just excited to be here today ministering the Word of God. It is so awesome, family, that you tuned in and chose us this day to hear what the Word of the Lord is. So I'm excited, family. God bless you, and I love you. Yes, sir. And of course, I can't forget our other brother. He is the host of Real Talk. He is your brother, your uncle, your nephew. We have Pastor Byron Sego. What's good? What's going on, fam? Hey, good to hear and see everybody on the day. Want to welcome Pastor Don back. Hey, it's just good to be here. Hey, good to be with everybody. It's a pleasure. Hey, I salute you. Yes, sir. And of course, Pastor Gene will be with us uh, momentarily. But we're going to get this party started as we always do. So, of course, you know, we like to uh, have a little fun with our uh, weather forecast to see who's hotter, who's colder, and all that stuff. But, of course, here at the CTX, we just stay hot. We're looking at 98 degrees right now. The heat index is almost at 100 degrees. You still have to make sure you stay hydrated if you're going to be out in this heat. This heat is no joke. So make sure you take your water with you. If you got a cooler, those little cooler sports jugs or whatever, fill it up with ice, put it in the freezer, whatever you got to do to keep hydrated if you're going to be out in these elements. And of course, we are on restriction here in the CTX. Please wear your mask, family, when you go to the shopping centers and things like that. They are enforcing it, and they will issue a ticket if you do not comply with the mask. So let's just do it, family. All this other stuff, just let's just follow what we need to follow so we can get this thing over with, so we can go back and do what we can do for the kingdom in our community, and especially it's too hot to be wearing these masks. So, family, come on. Just stay in compliance. Just saying. So, anyway... Brother John, how is it in your neck of the woods? Woo! Oh, my friend, it is blistering. We only got 90 degrees on the thermostat, but we got a real feel of 102. So that tells me the humidity is very high. So if you're anywhere, family, down along the Gulf Coast, as, as the psalmist said, be careful. Especially with us having to wear these masks and, and the, you know, the, the heat and everything. Got to stay hydrated, family. You know, God gave us 
not a spirit of fear, but a peace, love, and a sound mind. And sometimes that's just being, you know, doing what you need to do, you know. So it is hot down here. We have sunny skies. Thought we were going to have a little rain in the forecast. And I do want to shout out to our family that's in Florida that may be experiencing some of the tropical depression weather out there. They said they're supposed to get a lot of rain and flooding. So we're going to keep you lifted up in prayer as we move forward. Amen. 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 Yes, sir. Yeah, we had a couple of uh, hurricanes uh, blow through uh, this com- this last two weeks. One hit Texas and uh, in the uh, Gulf Coast area. Uh, we had a couple of damages out there, swelling of the ocean, things like that. But everyone seems to be okay. And then we have Florida being hit with the tropical storm. So, family, it's that time. It's August. It's hurricane season. So, you know, family, be careful, especially if you're out vacationing and you're in a path of a hurricane. Please use caution. And, of course, we we know what's going on in our nation. Uh, we lost the pioneer. Uh, he was one of the uh, civil rights leaders that actually was uh, the Selma a Bridge a crossing. He was one of the pioneers that paved the way with Dr. Martin Luther King. He passed away. And uh, we had um, another individual that passed away this coming month, uh, this past month. And family, just keep the families listed up in your prayers. Uh, that we are losing people left and right. And thank God it was just for natural causes, even though we don't like losing individuals. But at least they died naturally versus the other way around. And we praise God for it, of course. As a mandate family, we have to keep our nation in prayer. Of course, if you like the president or not, you got to keep them in your prayers. I'm just saying. So keep our nation leaders in your prayers as it is our mandate as believers to do so. So please keep them in your prayers, whether you like them or not. Uh, I don't know if the voting thing is going to be changed. Who knows? We It's all everything's up in the air at this point. So family, just continue to keep your family in your prayers. And it's time for us to band together as believers and do this thing the way God wants us to do it. And we're going to help you do that with the steps you need to overcome all this stuff that's in the atmosphere today. So we want to definitely give shout outs with shout outs is due. I got to give a shout out to my first lady, Shanice Newton, for doing what she does here at TPV Radio, TPV Enterprises and TPV Ministries. Also got to give a shout out to my kiddos, CJ, Tajanique, Jalen, Tyreek, Ian, and Tajane. Daddy loves you all to pieces. And of course, my baby girl celebrated her fourth birthday. She is a walking miracle in herself. So she keeps me motivated and do, doing what I do with uh, ministry and radio. Ne- never to give up, regardless of what the odds they say you had stacked against you. God's always in control of it all. We praise God for her life and what she's brought to our family. And also uh, my oldest daughter, she'll be celebrating her birthday this month as well. So we got a lot of birthdays coming up. School's about to get started online. Uh, we're going to have online school for some some of you who don't want to take your kids back to school. We understand that because we're not taking ours back to school. Just saying. So, be wise. Whatever God tells you to do, you do it. You be obedient. But at the same time, use wisdom, family. Just use wisdom. Anyway, uh, we got to give a shout out to uh, KBRG, The Bridge, Bishop Willie Horn and the Brew Crew, and also KAHG, Linus Howard, 
uh, out there in California. Thank God for both of you for standing in the gap and and giving the Thomas Boys Radio Network some love on the West Coast. And also, today is the last day to vote. Yeah, today's the last day. Yeah, so if you have not voted yet, please vote. Go to the spinawards.com. That's the spinawards.com, and then click the vote button. We are in four different categories. The Samus Voice Reloaded Show is in a category. The Samus Voice Radio Network's in a category. Myself has been honored to be in a category, and we're in another category. But family, tell your mama, tell your friends, tell Pookie, tell JJ, tell your uncle, tell everybody to vote, please. Vote, vote, vote. And all of you that have voted, we definitely appreciate you for voting for us. Uh, In this season, God is opening up doors, whether we win or lose. We thank God that God is opening up the doors for the people to say, who are these jokers? Just saying. But we praise God for it. So I think I'm done with all my plugs. So, Brother Don, you have the floor. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. First and foremost, I've got to give a shout out to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Family, let me tell you, he amazes me every day. You know, every day you, you wake up and you think things couldn't get any better, but then he shows up once again. Amen. So I got to give him a shout out because he is responsible for everything that I am. He's amazing, family, and I just can't give him enough credit. I want to give a shout out to my amazing, wonderful wife. She... uh she puts up with a lot with me, knucklehead like me, but she still stays in there. And she keeps, she's my sounding board. She keeps me honest, family. She's the one that God had put by my side that, that keeps me being Brother Don. Amen. I want to give a shout out to TPV Ministries. I got to give a shout out for them and the awesome, awesome vision that God has given First Lady Nisi and Pastor Chris in the ministry to the body. I'm just so excited to be part of the family. They, you know, they've been loving on me ever since I came through the door and I'm just, I'm just thank God for them. And I can't forget KBRG's bridge, Bishop Willie Horn. I also got to give a shout out to them guys, just honoring them in the Lord for what they do each and every morning, bringing the word of God, just steadfastness in each and every one of those gentlemen, just honorable, honorable men of God. And I also want to give a shout-out to my children. Uh, they, they, they are such a blessing to me. I thank God for giving me each and every one of them, and I just want to honor God for them right now and, and who and what they are in my life. I also want to give a shout-out to the ministry family at TPV. It has grown. It has truly, truly grown, and I thank God for each and every one of you coming along, following the vision and the purpose of the ministry and just continue to pray that God blesses you. And I want to give a shout out to you, family, for tuning in. You make all this possible. Psalmist talked about all the different nominations that, that are on the table for TPV Ministries. But but God made it possible, but you come in, you, you, you support us. And we thank God for each and every one of you. And I just got to give you a shout out as well. So that's my shout out, gentlemen. So I'm going to pass the mic. Amen. Man. Pastor Sego, you have the floor. Well, I just begin with, I want to 
just thank God, man. Want to shout out my uh, my my wife, uh, my 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 Bonnie. Um, Want to you know shout out my kids, my my grown kids. You know, shout them out. Um, and hey, I just want to thank everybody. Hey, TPV. Uh, Radio Network, uh, you know, Pastor Don, Pastor Gene, uh, First Lady uh, Shanice, uh, Pastor Chris, all the listeners. Hey, I salute you all. I appreciate the love. And like Pastor Don says, man, God is doing some 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 powerful stuff uh, with everybody, man. That's 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 connected with with, with TPV and. You know, God is just moving, man. Things are just coming up, popping off, man. God is giving, giving, uh, giving, uh, placing visions, and and, and everybody's connected with TPV Ministries, Hearts, man, and you know, Light Old Fellowship Ministries, man. God just doing good stuff, man. So hey, that's it for me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, like I said, Pastor Gene will be with us momentarily, but family, I think we're locked and loaded, ready get this party started of course we left off of doing the five steps we were at a uh, point number going into point number three but of course you know how we do we gonna recap it so you can catch up with all the juice and all the fun so we can learn how to combat this thing called heaviness depression whatever you want to call it if you want to be super spiritual and, and, and use theology with it it's heaviness burdens all this stuff it's called depression, and we got breakthrough. We're going to tell you how to do it. We're going to tell you how to build yourself to overcome it and all this stuff right after we get this song going. So, of course, family, y'all know what time it is. So, are you ready? But I just got to know one thing. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? TPV Radio Family, Light of Hope Radio Family, Men of Purpose Radio Family, are you ready to walk? Well, I'm ready to walk. Brother Don. Pastor Sego, are you ready to walk? Yes, sir. I got, my... I got my spiritual Nike strapped up and ready to walk. Hey, I got sir. my boots on, bro. Let's go. Uh-oh. Here we go. We about to get into this heavy. Of course, we're in part five of our series, The Spiritual War of Depression. We got breakthrough. So when we come back, we're going to get it in. We got Pastor, we got Pastor Say Go. He's got to go, but we're going to make sure we get, get the praise and worship started, get you amped up, get you ready to go. We got Brother Don in the building, and of course, Pastor Gene will be on later on. You are listening to the hottest Christian radio show in the land. It's the Psalmist Voice Reloaded. And when we come back, strap into your seat. It's time to get it in with the spiritual war of depression. We got breakthrough. We'll be back right after this. Don't you dare move a muscle. This is God's journey, child. Fed old chestnut. And you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go. This is the sound of the voice. 
afternoon, Sunny SoCal. This is J.O. coming to you. Take over your station and give you some gems that the execs just won't give any play. So, uh, check them out. Okay. See ya. Come on. I guess I'm just a misfit, huh? Yeah. Come right now? No. Come right now? Maserati, Beamer, Biz, or Bitty uh-huh. And yeah, I wrote a foreign And this sound looking spiffy Hey, go ahead and doubt us out what you know about us And we ain't gotta follow Then we take another route No, we ain't blowing trees, bro Open up my window I see you popping tags But you know that's why your in 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 flow I try to tell them we was coming Gone, let us in Why they hating like we all a bunch of hooligans No gimmick, the spirit in my lyrics Know when people hear it They gon' love her, they gon' fear it And it ain't how we flow Cause when we show up at our show They say we go at so hard in the paint They can't wait for some but some others say we preachy Some clothes-minded geeky Like we ain't heard of Mark Block and Nietzsche Believe me like They don't know about us They don't, they don't know about us like They don't know about us they, they, they don't know about us like They don't know about us They don't, they don't They think we dumb, dumb Diddy, dumb, dumb But they gon' know They gon' know about us They gon' know about us Hey, they gon' know about us They, they, they gon' know about us Oh, they gon' know about us They, they, they gon' know about us Oh, they gon' know about us They gon' know about us Six, two, two, plus Gon' add it up Content like I had enough Long hair, don't care Some more and plus I'm petted up I know this blow your mind And I ain't blowing pine Not talking women Looking skimpy every other line Yeah, I got it dime I'm about to make a mine Life in Christ got me finished Like across the line With, with, with the way that you telling me to do it Sell out to sell out Nah, man, it's so foolish Done, done, trying to beat you It don't fit, misfit I don't trip, everybody hate Chris they saying get with this, just like a membership. They talking slick, they just is it, but it's the gibberish. I say I'm interested, they say you're different. Oh, you gon' know even if you don't let us in. They don't know about us, they don't know about us. They don't know about us, they don't know about us. They don't know about us, they don't know They think we dumb, dumb, diddy, dumb, dumb. But they gon' know, they gon' know about us. They gon' know about us. Hey, they gon' know about us. They, they, they gon' know about us. Oh, they gon' know about us. They, they, they gon' know about us. Oh, they gon' know about us.
but my spirit's alive. May take some fire to open your eyes. See us as people and see why we fight. Another day. Depression. 
We got breakthrough. Special thanks to Tashidi and Lecrae with Dum Dum. That's my anthem family. And also to our new indie artist, uh, uh, Rayanne Lamar with Fight Another Day. We thank God for you, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get it in. And uh, I know Pastor Sego has to go. So we're going to open up the floor with Pastor Sego. But let me lay the groundwork first for last week. And, of course, we started on the five steps on how we can get breakthrough. And, of course, we talked about, number one, the spiritual fight creates more weakness and exhaustion. Now, we understand we didn't break it down too, too much, but we left the sur- we left a little surface out. Now, if you find yourself physically exhausted, when you find yourself spiritually exhausted, that means you're fighting a spiritual war. Why? Because the devil is trying to keep you where you are. Got the t-shirt, got the hat, MP3 player, so forth and so on. But of course, we have these cliches, and uh, Pastor Sego made this, and I can't get this out of my head to, to, to save me, but he says that we have a pocket full of cliches and no power, which there is some truth to that, because of course, we we fight. We say we're gonna fight the good fight of faith, and we're gonna, you know, press on. We're gonna tread on serpents and scorpions. But then, when the going gets tough, we crawl up under a rock or we blame God for what's going on in our life. So, when you get to the point of feeling weakness or exhaustion, these are the things you need to do. Now, faith is not motivated by behavior. It is inspired by belonging. What are you talking about? Well, glad you asked. So the mindset of fighting to keep the enemy at bay or for personal breakthrough leans more towards behavior before belonging, as opposed to a healthier view of belonging before behavior. So they are fighting with all the spiritual disciplines or behavior as best they can to see a breaking off of the enemy's attack and personal breakthrough, belonging. All of this is because their symptoms are often associated as a frail faith and losing to the attack of the enemy. Now, the problem comes, family, when the depression, anxiety, or other symptoms don't go away in days, weeks, or even months. So, the the questions are now, am I doing everything I can? So, where is God? So, why is God so silent? So, why is he not helping me? These questions, tri- these questions are trigger that triggers more depression and anxiety, and exhaustion sets in. Then you want to give up on God. We've all been there before. I've been there before. A lot of times, I, I'm still there at times. I'm gonna be real with it because the devil's not playing in this season, family, and we have to be prepared for it. And a lot of us have been caught off guard with this COVID situation. With the churches closing down, we thought we thought the building was the church. A lot there's a lot of misconceptions, and then everybody's depressed. Everybody's taking their well, some people are taking their lives. 
some ministers are walking away. The great falling away is upon us, and nobody seems to care or want to know how to get out of this stupor. Well, if you keep listening to the Simon Sports Radio Network and all the shows we have, we will definitely tell you how to do it in real time, real talk, and without a whole bunch of fluff, without a whole bunch of Greek and Hebrew words, we're going to stay con- uh, contextual to the word of God, but we're going to tell you for real, for real, how to deal with it. Just saying. So here we go into number two, fight for secure rest versus fighting to achieve more freedom. We all do this. First Timothy 6 and 12 is not a position of a mental or emotional failure or because you are weak. Instead, it is not It's not a works fight. It's a focus fight. Uh Uh-oh. Here we go again. Let me me say that one more time because, gentlemen, I don't think they got that. This, it's not a works fight. It's a focus fight. And Paul reminds us that we have a new identity, not a weakness. Because of this, we can Even in depression, anxiety, or any other challenges, it's not a works fight. It's a focus fight because the great focus always leads to new ways of living, not vice versa. Paul also follows up the call to fight the good fight, saying this means for any journey, condition, or circumstance. So we're going to go ahead and review some of these scriptures that highlight who we are in Christ. But before I get into that, I want Pastor Sego to, to leave leave his uh his steak, his his uh apple pie, his uh his uh, his his uh cheesecake all on the table because I know he's gotta go. So Pastor uh, Sego, you have the floor with the first two things on the table. We got uh the spiritual fight creates more weakness and exhaustion. Our faith is not motivated by behavior. It is inspired by belonging. And, of course, we have fight for secure rest and fight to achieve more freedom. And the key answer to both of those, it's not a works fight. It's a focus fight. So what's the problem? Why are we giving up, Pastor Sego? Your thoughts? Bad look. The reason I think people are giving up throwing in the towel because don't nobody want to fight. I mean, let's 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 be let's let's be let's be Anne Frank about this. Nobody no nobody wants to fight. Everybody wants to think that uh, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be easy. Things are supposed to be easy, especially especially when you walk with God. Everybody, a lot of people think that it's supposed to be easy and that's the problem nobody wants to fight and on top of that nobody wants to prepare for the fight mm. look a good boxer listen to me a good boxer i was i was looking at some videos or about uh about about mike tyson and and some of the, some of his his hardest knockouts all right mike tyson had to prepare for the fight in order to go in there and knock somebody out so in order for us to be able to stand with the enemy and knock the enemy out when the enemy comes and tries to steal our our our, our, our joy, we gotta be prepared for that fight to knock the enemy out. We got we, we gotta be prepared. How do we prepare ourselves? Well, I'm glad that people ask. We prepare ourselves by one by 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 ensuring that we we our, our relationship with God 
is uh, is is I'm not going to say it's where it should be because I, I don't think our relationship with God is never where it should be. But we have to make sure that we have a relationship with God. We got to make sure that we have we, we continue to prepare ourselves for the fight by by continuing to, to commune with God and, 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 and read God's word and, and be able to, to humble ourselves and sit back and be able to, to, to glean from others because the fact of the matter is we don't know everything. We can learn something from somebody. We can learn something from our kids. Let's me let's 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 be real about it. But we have to be able to prepare ourselves for the fight. And the bottom line is that the reason these things are happening, the reason that, that, that people are throwing in the towel because people don't want to prepare for the fight. People think that it's going to be easy. People think that, well, uh, I, I don't, I, God, everybody used that cliche that they pull out their pocket, but they don't have the power with it is, well, God knows my heart. Okay, well, I think that's, that's the cliche everybody uses. And that cliche gives people the excuse to do what they want to do. To, to, to lean back on that cliche Well God knows my heart Well you just cut somebody out But you're supposed to be a woman of God Well God knows my heart Okay well you just knocked this brother out And you're supposed to be a man of God Well God knows my heart Well that's the problem People have all these cliches And people want to use these cliches To fight the fight And those cliches are not Are not the things that fight the fight It's the power that you have that fights that fight so in a nutshell these things are happening people are falling away people don't know who they are who God has anointed them to be in their mother's womb they don't know who they are because they don't want to prepare for the fight Mm. I'm off my soapbox uh oh uh oh well I know Brother Don's got a week's worth of uh, ammunition, and I'm quite sure I gotta hear he's it. <laughs> I, hey, Brother Don been gone for like two years, man. I gotta hear. It. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we got, we got, we got to stop the presses because uh, Brother Don, yeah, Brother Don's about to, about, about to lay it down. So, Brother Don, same question to you, brother. Why are we giving up so easily, man? It's because we so good with our cliches or we just too lazy. It's just like going to the gym and you want results, but you ain't even doing half the work to get it. Your thoughts. Amen. Amen. You know, you just don't know how big a word you said in your opening when you said focus. That's it. And I'm going to share something with you, family. Men of God here was I just went through the very thing that we're talking about. Wow. Depression and all this started to set in me, but I'm gonna tell you where where, where it is. It's your focus. And the Lord That's ministered good. to me this week. The level of my deliverance is gonna be to the level of my worship. So if I'm not focusing in on my worship. I'll never get that deliverance. I'll never see this depression. I'll never see some of these other things that will that overcome, will look to overcome and take me lifted off of me. See, the thing about it, and I'm going to share this with you, family, this is one of the keys the Lord showed me this week, just this week alone. 
The enemy cannot take anything from you. You have to yield to him to give it to him. So what happens is those lies and depression. See, depression comes with lies with it. You know you men been there. You know you've been there, family. You know when you're going through this, or you're never gonna be nothing. Well, every you just like everybody said you were. You're never gonna get it right. You're a failure. See, these lies trail on the depression because then once you start yielding to that thing, well, you know what? Maybe I'm, maybe they're right. Or, or let me take another look at this. Once you yield to that, you lost your fight. You lost your focus. Now this thing has access, legal right to come in. And do what it wants to do with you. Now, I looked up the definition of, uh, now we know Satan, he, he's, um, he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Now, one of the definitions of steal is a legal right or you having something or having legal right and without intending to return it. That's stealing. That's stealing. So what the enemy wants to do is see, you know, this thing, this spirit of depression, the spirit of heaviness, it is nothing Christ-like about it. It's illegal. It's illegal. Christ died to give us life and life more abundantly. There's no depression in Christ. There's no none of this in Christ. You know, but family, what we got to do is just what the psalmist said. We have to stay focused all the time. And the main thing is, and here's another key, is that you surround yourself with good-hearted, Christ-like people in your life to minister to you in these tough times. The Word says we're supposed to confess our faults to one another. That ain't just for God. That ain't for gossip. That's that we can hold each other accountable. See, the thing about it is we're stronger when we fight together. And part of that fighting together, brother, if you call me, you say, man, I'm going through this. Well, hey, we're going to talk about it. Then we're going to pray about it. That's that fight. That's that fight. We're going to overcome this together. And we got to understand that, too, sometimes that, you know, we're in an army, but armies are made up battalions. Battalions are made up of, you know, regiments. I don't know if Pastor Sago, you can probably correct me on this. And then you got the fire team. But but they, you don't send one individual out into the fight. Sometimes right. you have to band together right. to beat the enemy. Sometimes you have to come in unity to beat the enemy. And, and that's an important part of this whole process that we understand as we focus and we fight, that we get people that on one accord that we can band together. I need you, brother. I need you, family. You know, because sometimes that war gets so hot and heavy, you know, I have to go and I have to get ministered to. Even Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days. And the word says when he got done, when the Satan left him, he had to have angels minister to him. So that so that heaviness wouldn't set in. It, man, this warfare is tough. It'll take everything out of you if you let it. But it's really important that we stick together, that that we come together because, you know, this fight is a big fight. It's a real big fight, and it's looking to have casualties each and every day. And like you say, Pastor, you say, go, Psalmist, all the cliches, you can, you can load your gun with all the cliches in the world, and it's just rubber bullets. It ain't worth nothing. <laughs> we got to get together and get the word from one another. I am my brother's keeper. I am my brother's keeper, and 
I'm determined to fight in the spirit. I got a spiritual rage in me, an indignation, spiritual indignation, to see the enemy know that he's already defeated and stay defeated out of my brother's life, out of my sister's life. He's not going to win this one. And the spirit of depression is just another lie. It's another tool that he can move you away from the peace and joy that was promised to you from the word of God. Amen. It's, it's the divide and conquer strategy. Uh, of course, that's that's always that's used in, in in military tactics as well, divide and conquer. But that's what the devil does. Think about it, because he's, you know, when you come together with a brother or sister or a group, and it's all it's up to us to keep each other encouraged, lifted up. And sometimes we get in our holy in our holy soapboxes, or we want to we feel that we can fight alone. But there's some things that we need each other for to get out of. If you're in a ditch and you need to have three or four people to use a human ladder to get you out of that ditch, you can't get out of the ditch by yourself. You need the team, or you need. The people that have your back and your front and your side to help you out the hole. The devil is very strategic at separation. Yes, all of us have our strengths, but all of us do have weaknesses. And whoever's stronger in that type of weakness or what have you, that's when we lean on each other. But as men, yeah, I'm calling the men out. Because of the fact that, and I'm going to put myself out there, because sometimes we feel that we can handle everything on our own. I'm so macho. I'm so hard. I can get it in by myself. I don't need no other man knowing I got a weak spot. But see, this is the problem. That's our problem as men of God. We can't be transparent with each other enough to say, you know what, brother, I got you in that area. I'm not here to judge you in that area. I got you in that area. See, my area is lack of whatever. Okay, brother, I got you in that area. That's how we iron sharpen iron, not talk about each other, not be on a soapbox telling the other pastors, oh, oh, so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. That's what the devil wants. He wants to divide and conquer because we have power in numbers. We have power Amen. in unity, and we should not that's give good. up on that. And we constantly do it. And that's why the devil sits back and he laughs at us because he knows that he can easily divide and conquer, especially the men. The women are good. They'll get together. They'll have a little tea party or whatever it is that they do. They get together. They cry it out, snot it out hug it out, whatever they do, and they good. But when it comes to the men of God, we too macho, and we don't want to get together and say, hey, look, bro, I'm going through. Can you listen to me for a second? Can you talk to me as a man? And then let's talk to God about it. Let's lift it up in prayer, and let's move forward. But we can't do that. So what will you expect if you're going to keep falling in the same ditch? If you have people that are accessible to you, you're not going to get your breakthrough because you think you can handle it by yourself. And I'm sorry. This war we are fighting, we have strength in spiritual numbers. Not it's not a solo dolo. It's not you're not yeah. the Michael Jordan, you're not the LeBron James, you're not the mm-hmm. Tim Brady, you're not the solo dolo. You need your team to be a champion. Michael Jordan Amen. was not 
Jordan wouldn't have been nothing without uh, Pippen and Horace and Cartwright and Paxton and, and, and Rodman. He would have been nothing. He could, yeah, he could score 60 points by himself, but the team still would have lost. Just saying. So every great person has to have its core, has to have his, uh, his front five and his six man on the bench to take over. We, it's, that's how we got to be as men of God. We cannot give up. We can't give in on anything contrary to what Christ has already fulfilled in our life. Despite of our conditions, our depressions, our anxieties, our other challenges we face, we take hold of it. We focus on what you have and rest in your new creation in the reality that we have the power to get through this thing called heaviness or depression. But I'm going to let Pastor Sego add a few more words because I know he's got to go. We got that Jesus already made a breakthrough once and for all. We know that. We are completely new and lacking in nothing and no longer need to strive for more of God's blessing or more spiritual breakthroughs. We are living out and growing from our newness, wholeness in God. So, Pastor Sego, if you could tell anybody that they can get through anything and Jesus Christ can meet them halfway, regardless if they're currently in their depression, currently in their anxiety, or any other challenges that keeps bringing them down, can you give them a takeaway before you go on today? Your thoughts? Look, look, just like just like Pastor Don said, and each of you alluded to it, man. Look, I talk about this. Uh, on 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 last Friday in the message, it's all about that teamwork. It's all about that teamwork. When our yeah, fellow yeah. fellow brother and sister are down, we gotta be able to go and we gotta pick them up. And a great example of this, and and I'm gonna say this, and then I'm gonna switch y'all and I'm gonna be out. Look, when 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 uh and and this is what I I, I talked about on Friday. This is what I gave the people on Friday. When 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 Paul and his, and, and, his, and his sons died. Listen to me. When Paul and his sons died, the people knew what I mean. Not Paul, but uh, uh Saul. When King Saul and his sons died, the people knew what they did. But the the people of Jabesh Gilead heard what had happened to Saul, and they traveled, them brothers traveled all night to go pick up Saul, Saul's, uh, Saul's body and his son's body that was pinned on the wall, and took them back to where they were supposed to be at, and disposed of them like they were supposed to be disposed of, because there was a fellow, their king, there was a fellow brother that was down. Mm-hmm. So it's all about it's it's all about that teamwork, and we got to be able to be there for our brothers and sisters, and 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 we got to be able to pull them up when they're down, regardless of what it is. No matter if you're a man or a woman, and our fellow brothers and sisters, like I said, like I told the people uh, on Friday, our fellow brothers and sisters are those ones that save the unsaved. Our fellow brothers and sisters are those ones that's in the church, or out the church. It don't matter. When we have, if 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 we have, and we if we have the love of God in our heart, and we are Christ-like, like we say we are Christ-like, it don't matter who our fellow brothers and sisters is. It don't matter if we like them or not. That's right. Our responsibility right. as people of Christ, and we say we Christ-like, and and we we have the heart of God, is to go to our fellow brothers and sisters and be there for them 
when they are down, even in their depressed state, even when 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 this when we're dealing with the spiritual warfare, even when 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 things are not going right in our brothers and sisters' life, and some of the stuff that they may have put that put themselves in, I mean that they find themselves in, they probably put themselves in. A lot of times, that's what happens anyway. But even in the midst of that, look at the situation Saul put himself in. Saul put himself in that situation. Paul had. Uh, uh, Paul, uh, God's spirit was removed from Saul because of what Saul didn't do because of Saul because of Saul's disobedience. So Saul put himself in that situation. But even though Saul put himself in the situation, some brothers went and got him and picked him up, him and his sons, and took him back and did exactly what did right by them, even though they had failed. So Amen. my takeaway is to tell the people it's all about that teamwork. We cannot get through this thing by ourselves. We can't make it by ourselves. We can say as much as we want to, well, I don't need nobody. Well, you're lying and the truth ain't in you. You need somebody. We all need somebody. We have to have others because God has created us, number one, to be relational beings. We can't get through this battle and this fight that, the, that, that, that Satan is putting us through and the things we're putting through in life by ourselves. We cannot do it. That's right. That's right. You're absolutely right, Pastor. You're absolutely right. Well, I definitely so, know you got to go, Pastor. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Pastor. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sorry. So, brothers, I'm going to salute you. And you know I got to go. I got this other uh, other meeting I got to go to. But, hey, I love you guys. Hey, family, we love you, TPV, everybody that's listening. Hey, I love you. We love you. I salute you. And, hey, we'll see you again. Yes, sir. Amen, Pastor. Love you, too. God bless you. All right. Bless you, God bless, man. Pastor Sego, he gave his nugget of the night to let us know that we need to stay encouraged. And, of course, we got some highlights for you. So if you didn't know who you are in Christ, we got the answers for you. So here's the start of your breakthrough. So number one, Jesus is at rest with us. What are you talking about, Simon? At rest with us. Jesus is at rest with us. Let me break that down real quick. And we are at rest with Christ. We are complete and have wholeness in Christ. He has already made us secure overcomers through faith. That's the word. That's the activation. That's the answer to our question. That's the overcomer of our faith. That's the detox right there. Faith. We are already resting in our eternal security with no more striving To achieve more faith and freedom. Number two, we rest in knowing he is guiding us by grace and working in us towards his good advantage, will, and pleasure. There is no need to strain ourselves to get more grace or blessing. Uh Uh-oh, Brother Don. I got to read that one more time because that was good to me. We rest in knowing he is guiding us by grace and working in us towards his good advantage, will, and pleasure. 
There is no need to strain ourselves to get more grace or blessing. So here's the icing on the cake. Christ is already our security as the author, perfecter, finisher of our what? Faith and our what? Lies. He cares for us through all of our afflictions and trials. Let me read that one more time, Brother Don, because I don't think they heard it. He cares for us through all of our afflictions and trials. There is no need to achieve or impress him to be free from our painful circumstances. Wow. So this is what we take hold of and rest in through our ups and downs of our depression, our anxiety, etc. God has given himself for our journey, our weaknesses, a grace sufficient for every part of our life that feels like a thorn. If God said he will be with us, he means it. He's not fickle. He don't change his mind like we do. He don't get moody and have an attitude problem. He exactly what he said. So, depression, anxiety, and other familiar challenges are not signs of God's absence. Wow. They are the tolls of this life that we live as believers. But we have one in us who is greater than the one in this world. We know who that one of this world is. Working towards our advantage, who is that? Our judge, our jury, our attorney, our vindicator, Jesus Christ, our king. That's who's working it out for us, family, and he never leaves us. We're the one who leaves God or Jesus or the Holy Ghost because we feel it's too hard. We're the ones who puts ourselves in a position where we feel that God isn't working in our life, where he already worked it out. And all we got to do is have faith and walk in in it and have focus in it that knowing that he will work, work it out for our life. But I wanted to stop right there, Brother Don, because we have the other half of the storm. The lightning is coming. We're already going ham and cheese, but I know that like you, Brother Don, Pastor Gene has something to say about this very controversial subject, the spiritual war of depression. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the mother of TPD, the wisdom of Pastor Gene Homer. What's good? Good day, brothers and sisters in Christ. I'm sorry about hey, uh, coming on late. I had a problem with my phone. So I'm here. Praise the Lord. It's, it's okay. It's okay. This, this, this particular word coming to Sunday, and then we have to go through the week and all this stuff. We're, get, we're hitting on some stuff that's really going to change people's lives because a lot of times people don't think that Jesus is with them, even in the hardest of times. We're the ones who put Jesus on the back burner. We're the ones who put him on the bench, and and he's been with us the whole time. 
because we feel some kind of way. We feel powerful in our spiritual walk, or we feel powerful in our spiritual giftings that we feel that we don't need to have a, a relaxation time, or we don't feel that we need to be ministered to, or we feel that we don't need somebody to lift us up when we're feeling some kind of way. So, Amen. Pastor Gene, you've been in ministry way longer than I am, Brother Don combined, but your wisdom is is far <laughs> none. What have you seen, especially in looking at what's going on now, as far as the faith of the, the, the saint, the believer, with how it was then, and then how it is right now, how be- people are falling away, people don't want to fight no more, people want to uh, uh, just walk away from the faith completely because it got hard. I believe we've just been spoiled, but that's just me. And, of course, I'm going to lose five people by making that statement, but it's the truth. We've gotten so spoiled with our cliches, our air-conditioned churches, our three campuses, our, our, our concerts, and all this stuff that we got going on, that when it comes for us to fight, especially when this thing called depression has been lingering in every state and in every saint, and how people are walking away from the gospel because it's getting hard in our own personal life, Jesus is trying to prepare us for what's about to come, Pastor Gene, but we don't have the strength to deal with it because we weren't taught how to do it. So with your with your expertise in ministry and seeing what's going on today, can you give the family a little bit of backdrop to make this all make sense? That why do we give up in times when God is about to give us breakthrough? Your thoughts. Amen. You know, you know, brother, the thing that I'm finding is that a lot of times we've become so fat and rich with the word that when it's time to apply the word, we fall short. And, you know, I think sometimes in the church we've gotten spoiled because, you know, we get into that habit of familiarity where we come to church and we sit in the pews and we hear the word. And, I mean, and the word is good. And the only thing we have to do is say amen. Amen. The word hasn't come to really challenge us in so many places to even examine our own hearts. It's just been one of those sugar-coated, God is good, we're all enjoying the trip and on our way to heaven. I love you, you love me, now repeat it. I love you and you love me, amen, and there's nothing you can do about it, amen. We've gotten conditioned, but it was only a mind condition. It was not a heart condition. So our hearts remained in 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 a place of unfamiliarity when it came to knowing God. We knew him in our mind, but we were reluctant reluctant to know him in our hearts. Amen? Mm-hmm. So now mm-hmm. it's come, there's a time where what we think we know in our mind is being challenged by, our, by what's really in our hearts. Yep. And so when that happens, brother, you know, something, something it, it changes something. It really shows who we really, really are. And even in the the challenges that we're facing right now, you know, there's a blessing because if we would embrace it and say, you know, where's that peace that was promised to be in difficult times? Where is that joy that I'm supposed to have that's mine? Maybe I need, need to take a look at who I am and where I am. 
to see if I have appropriated or misappropriated the things that the Son of God has has uh, paid a price in order for me to partake of. Amen? So now is Amen. the time to look inwardly to see if we're really that mighty warrior that we think we are. If we're really that faithful person that want to trample up on the heads of serpents and slay giants for the Lord. These type of things come in order for us to examine our hearts. Does it mean that God has changed? No, it doesn't. But it means that a good and a loving God will allow us to check ourselves because he doesn't want us to be deceived and think that we're something that we're not. And that's what these times come to prove if we're all that we think we are. Amen. And again, I repeat, and that is the grace and the mercy of God for us to see that I thought I was all of that and a piece of cornbread. But now that I'm faced with trials and tribulations, I find out I'm nothing but a crumb. I'm not even a piece of cornbread. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wow. Like, and see, this is, but this is what I love about God, Pastor G and Brother Don, is the fact that even when you've been broken down to your core, right, Jesus has a funny way of meeting you where you are. See, this is not this is not taught in a lot of uh, in a lot of churches. I'm not going to say all of them don't teach it, but some don't teach the fact that Jesus will meet you halfway. We've been taught to be so educated in the word. We're, we were so taught to go to Bible college and all this stuff. But God can take the most ignorant of, excuse me for the lack of word, but he could take the most ignorant man or woman that doesn't even have an education that society deems that, that deems you're supposed to have. And he can make that person sound like he's a, a doctor in theology. That's what God does. He meets us halfway, but we have to be willing, and that's the word, willing to be stripped and be redone and renewed for his glory. That's our problem. We got, like you said, Pastor Gene, our egos are don't are not even in check. We don't feel that we need to get an upgrade or an overhaul because we got the three churches in. We got 2,000 plus people in the congregation. We have the best praise and worship team in the... Who cares? The fact of the matter is that has nothing to do with who you are. And I'm glad Jesus is stripping us in this season to see where we are. Because I know for me, I'm nowhere near where I'm supposed to be. But through Jesus Christ, I'm going to be exactly where I need to be. In this time, Jesus did not fight. He did not die. He did not bleed. He did not go through what he went through for us to just rest in our insecurities. Uh-oh. He did what he did so we can fight and be secure in the fact that Jesus did all of that for us to see that we can overcome Everything the devil brings at us. Even when Jesus was in the wilderness, he tried to tempt Jesus. That's a big story that we like to overlook. We want to talk about all the other stuff, but we got to look at the nitty gritty here. Jesus was still human, and he had mm -hmm. to go through the same test 
that we are going through now. That's why Jesus can relate to us because he had to go through what we go through in this life. Will we ever be Jesus? No, not with the bodies we have, but we, we can be Christ-like. And God gave us the blueprint. Jesus gave us the example for us to walk in so we can be as Christ-like as possible. Will we fail sometimes? Absolutely. Will we not get it right every day? Absolutely. But that's the whole awesome thing about who Jesus Christ is. Jesus was getting his identity question in relation to pain or pride. He was being tested to see if he was truly the son of man and he was truly uh, 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 the, the great Messiah that came down. And the questions were related to testing Jesus's identity in order to create fear and tempting him to prove himself and to find and to even give up his identity for earthly glory. This is where all of us are faced at, Pastor Gene and Brother Don. We get to a point where the devil can open up doors and Jesus can open up doors. And a lot of times we take the glories of this world, uh-oh, I already lost another five people with that one. We take the glories of this world. What does that mean? Oh, the blessing, highly favored, name it and claim it, the wealth and health movement, all this stuff that we're doing. We throw a thousand dollar seed on the, on the altar and God will most all this stuff. We have to understand that the devil tempted Jesus in every way possible like we are being tempted. But Jesus responded with the truth. Uh-oh, what's that? Matthew 4 and 7. Interest, interestingly, family, Jesus didn't do anything except stand in the truth of who he was. This is the sound of the
He wants to set in your thoughts, your attitudes, that he can put this stuff on you, that you can't receive what you need in order to know and understand that you are a new creature. Once you accept Christ in your life, you became new. All things passed away. You became new. And if I can leave the family with anything, you know, and, and I'm going to just be transparent here, a quick testimony. You know, Monday morning I went to work and I was exposed to COVID-19 and they said, well, you got to go get tested. Now, look, look, listen, family. I cover myself in the blood every morning I go to go to work. Every time I clock in, Lord, cover me in the blood of Jesus. But the minute they said you got to get tested, it's possibility that you might have it. Everything shut down. Face shut down. Everything shut down. I, 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 uh, I went to this place where I was almost in a place of depression because I didn't. I, I forgot. Hey, look, I'm created new. I'm not saying being stupid about it. I'm not saying that. We have to be cautious. But I have to believe that when God, when I cover myself in the blood of Jesus, God hears that and he's going to honor that as long as I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing because I'm this new creature now in Christ. That's right. And so the whole week I'm waiting on these results. I'm calling the psalmist. I'm calling my sister. I'm calling all these folks. And I'm in this place where, you know, I, I wasn't really seeking the Lord, you know, because it, it, it sounds good, you know, you, you leave and you say, well, I'm going to seek the Lord this week. Man, look, I'm human. <laughs> I'm flesh. I wasn't seeking the Lord. I'm wondering how is this going to affect my family? How long am I going to be out of work? How am I going to provide for my family? How are all these things going to get done? That's where I was, family. But had I taken that time and just say, hey, look, I'm a new creature. I'm not going to fall for this. I'm not going back to the old ways that Donald used to be before Christ. I'm going to come into what Jesus says I am. The word gives you your identity. And that's why it's important, family, to read the word, to understand truly who you are. You're not who Pookie them said you are. You are who Jesus says you are. And when you get that and you let that resonate in your spirit and you digest it and get it down and you start walking in that, your whole world's going to change because you can't be conformed anymore. Your whole world will. So we need to take this time and just, you know, even I, I encourage you to go back and listen to this because this is a good series about depression because, you know, so much of the world, and if you look into statistical studies, you know, so much of the world is fighting depression. You know, even prior to the, the, the pandemic that, that happened, so many people were were, were, were fighting depression and, and things like that. And that all goes back to that identity. To know, in order to know who you are, you have to know whose you are. And you belong to Jesus. He paid the price for your life. You're a new creature. So we need to take that, meditate on that psalmist. We need to internalize that. And a lot of these things which we've been talking about will start to come to fruition. You will see the manifestation of it, that people will start walking and walking triumphantly. See, it's one thing to walk in victory, 
but it's another to walk triumphantly. When I say walk triumphantly, that means everywhere I go, I'm claiming victory over it. That's walking triumphantly. And you can get through this. And and, and, and I know because I was there. And, and the psalmist will tell you. I, I, I love to take his, uh, his quote. I got the T-shirt and the hat that I was there this past week. But that's it in a nutshell, psalmist. We've got to learn Really just go back to the Gospels, man, and see what Jesus, the price that he paid. You know, do we really understand in totality the price that he paid that we experience this thing called life and life more abundantly? Now, I never said it was going to be easy. I never said your feelings were going to, uh, uh, you know, it's more about your feelings than, than your faith. I've never said that. But he did promise us something. And he's not a man that he should lie. He promised life and life more abundantly. Amen? Amen. Well, Pastor Gene, you have the floor. Amen. And, you know, I want I would like to add to what my dear brother just said. You know, God is such a miracle-working God that his test came back negative. And we're still we're praising the Lord. But we're saying, God, my brother was right there in the same room with the young man that a week later test came positive. But God, the, the blood of Jesus, I'm telling you, it worked. It worked. But, you know, I, wanna, I just want to add to what he's saying. It, it works better when we know who we are, not just who he is. Amen? We have to know that we are the righteousness of Christ. We have to know and have a revelation that we have been indeed uh, bought with a price. Amen. We We have to know that he is our heavenly father. We have to know that we are citizens of heaven, though we're still walking down. And we have to know that because of who he is, we have been made to be more than conquerors, amen, in this life, amen. But, you know, I think because we don't have a revelation of, of, of not only who he is, but indeed who we are to him, amen, sometimes we also tend to forget if we were ever taught that there is, and we brought this out this morning in our service, that, that we're under warfare, and sometimes we don't even know we're in a war. But because of who we are to him, there is warfare, brothers. But a lot of times we get so preoccupied with the life that we forget that we are in a war. And if we're, if we're not mindful of this, then how can we beat back the enemy that's there trying to rob us and steal us away from the lover of our soul? You know, the thing that God brought out to us this morning is there is a war going on, and, and, and we're the prize that's being fought for. And while we're going through this life, sometimes, you know, we forget that. The enemy is fighting to take us out. And the Lord is fighting on our behalf to bring us closer to him. And we never, we get up every day and we don't think about that. And, and, and who we side with, 
determines who we'll be with. Are you hearing me? We forget that there is a warfare against your mind. There is a warfare, a war for your soul. And so when we get up and we give to, and we don't have to give to this depression, because God says that we've been made to be overcomers in this life, in this life, in this life. Amen? But whosoever we yield our will to, then that is who we serve. Now, I'm not saying we don't deal with stuff. That's not what I'm saying. But the word says, and if we are believers of the word, that no matter what we have to go through, God the Father, if we run to him, will make a way of escape. That he didn't create this world and put us in it for us to be defeated. Amen? But but our cue is we must run to him. We must run to him. We must run to and cling to and lean on and rely on the bishop of our soul, the one that created us in the first place, not the one that's trying to rob us of everything that God has sent his son to die in order for us to obtain. Amen? Do we think that God sent his son to die on the cross so we can live depressed? Thomas, we were living depressed before Jesus came. So what would it have benefited him to die on the cross if we still choose depression? Uh Uh-oh. Sometimes the things that we allow to take us out, we need to look at it as an opportunity to know God like we never knew him before. Mm -hmm. See, in that situation with my brother, I learned God is greater than COVID. That's right. My brother sat right there in the same atmosphere, breathing the same air, and his test came back negative. There you go. There you go. And what that's what this, people... I don't know that, and I'm not coming against that young man. I pray for him that God will heal him and his wife. Amen? Amen. But we need to acknowledge this. This is something that, that, that we need to say, God, so you're, I mean, you know, you're really more powerful than anything. Father God, you were with my brother. Father God, you covered my brother. Thank you, Jesus, God. There is hope in you in the midst of this. Amen? Amen. Amen. And and this this is why it's so powerful to understand who we are in Jesus Christ. And like I said, it doesn't even matter where you are. God will meet you where you are, even if your faith is wavering, even if you don't have a faith of a mustard seed, even though you, all the cliches that you've memorized for the last 20 years is not working, God will still meet you where you are. All you need to do is trust him, believe in who he is, what he is, and he can make sure that you are protected. Like I said, most of the people that are in this fight, especially with this COVID thing, it's a test because a lot of times we get so caught up in the in the stats and, oh, everybody's dying or well, this pastor died and this, this, and that. Well, like you said, uh, Pastor Gene, I'm not knocking anybody. I'm not saying anybody else is not protected by the Spirit of God. I'm not saying all that. But what I am saying is your faith will be tested. And no matter who you are, no matter where you are, whether you have a title or not, Jesus Christ is beyond COVID. Jesus Christ is beyond the pandemic. Jesus Christ is beyond the the, the economic fallout. All this stuff that's going on, 
Jesus is greater than all of it. So how do we how do we continue to combat that when life hurts and you get the mental stress added on to it, the depression added on to it? How do we endure? How do we endure in rest? Glad you asked. And this is my final point. Then I'll go to Pastor Gene, and then I'll go to Brother Don to lay the icing on the cake. When you get a cold, it affects your daily life, right? It makes you feel miserable. It slows you down, but it doesn't change who you are. You know it's a condition. Hello. And it takes simple rest, health options, and time to get better. We know that the mental health difficulties, the depression, are not comparable to a cold or even on the same pain level, but some of the same principles can be applied. Number one, acceptance does not equal spiritual failure or that depression, anxiety, or other disorders is your identity. Let me read that again for someone that's struggling. Acceptance does not equal spiritual failure or that depression, anxiety, or other disorders is your identity. It means that it is a condition affecting you. You need ways to rest, tools, time with God, your prayer life to improve. His satisfied love is in us, with you, for you. And a constant grace to energize your every step in this walk. You are enough to Jesus Christ. And that's what it means to lack nothing in Christ. The word of God is holding you more than you are trying to hold him. With this new, secure perspective, understanding who Jesus Christ is, renewing and revitalizing your relationship, your prayers, or your Bible reading doesn't have to be about striving to achieve, achieve more blessings or a spiritual breakthrough. Instead, it can be a healthy discovery of your beautiful fellowship you already have with God, whether in depression, anxiety, or any challenges that come and go, a full inheritance of life and a deep love from the Father that will never cast you away. Reference scriptures, John chapter 6, verse 37, John chapter 10, verse 10, and John chapter 16, verse 20. Seven and I'm done. So Pastor Gene, take it away, then Brother Don, and we gonna get up out of here. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want to look at it and I want to respond from a spiritual uh, uh, position. When we're giving to depression, when we're fighting depression. The first thing we need to do is run to the Father like he is a Father, saying, Father, help me. Father, rescue me. Father, show me where my sin is of not trusting in you. Show me if I've given to fear. Show me if I've given to pride. What is the sin within my heart that has caused me to go to a a being uh, depressed, dejected, rejected? Because actually, it's synonymous of me having rejected you. Amen? So, Father God, I come to you in repentance. 
I ask you to forgive me for my sin. And if it and if it's generated from or originated from any other place, Father God, I surrender myself to you. I become poor in spirit. And Father God, I ask you to come in and analyze me and reveal to me if I have sinned or if this is a spiritual attack to pull me away from you. And, Father God, I humble myself and I will be obedient to whatever you show me. If it's generational, Lord God, if if there's an enemy coming to attack me in a place where I stood for you, Father God, just show me because you are the truth. So, Father God, I come to you as my source and my resource. And whatever the Father shows you, you respond appropriately. If he shows you that you gave to pride and God rejects the pride and now the manifestation of the pride is uh, depression or uh, uh, oppression, you, of course, repent for the pride so that you can be in right standing with the Father. Understand, because the enemy of your soul is constantly looking for a place to come in and disrupt your relationship with your father, with your creator, with your, with the, the one that loves you so much that he died for you. So it's all about seeking the father until he is found. And I don't care if you have multiple personalities, one of those personalities should be able to cry out to God. So what am I saying? It doesn't matter how extreme your depression is. There's a place where you can say, Jesus. And for those of us that see others going through that, if we feel like they can't say Jesus, then we should be willing to offer up a prayer for them, asking God to have mercy. Amen? Amen. Because we're running this race, but we're running it all the way to the end. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, Brother Don, you have the floor. Amen, amen. You know, family, I'm going to leave you with this. <clears throat> and it, 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 it goes back to the testimony I had this week, this week and what God really showed me. You know, I go on a bike ride on the weekends every morning. And it's a good time. It's a place where I relax and, you know, I got my praise music on, worship music, and I just let the Lord minister to me. Well, you know, Friday they told me, they said, your test is negative, you can return to work Monday. Hallelujah. So as I was riding this morning, the Lord just spoke to my heart. What have you learned in all of this? Hmm. And that that was a good question. What have I learned in all of this? And this speaks to everything that we're talking about, family. The way you exercise faith in times of turmoil, in times of troubles, is you have to find God in it. He's there. So you don't have the faith necessarily to maybe come out of it, but you have the faith to seek him and, and let's see what he's showing you. And, I, and a lot of times where we walk away from that before we get those answers, then we're left to our own devices. 
our own mm. knowledge. We, we, we're, we're left to our own familiarity and how we used to handle things and how we used to deal with things. And it just adds to that pressure. Then now we're in this place where we're called depression. Now we're in this place where we let spiritual heaviness sit on top of us, where we can't even move. So if you ever wanted, you know, without, let me back up here. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. The way you exercise faith in these times when the enemy is coming at you is to try and seek and find God. Just, just ask, Lord, what are you showing me? What, 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 what is this? And just like my sister said, he showed me that he's bigger than anything. And as long as I'm willing to yield and submit to him in my praise and my worship, he's got my back. I don't have to rely on the doctors to tell me what I need. I'm not, I'm not knocking doctors now. Don't, don't get me wrong, but I'm not relying on them to tell me what I need. That's right. I'm going to the source. I'm going to the source and see what he says first. And he may give the doctor the answer to my what my question is, but at the end of the day, I'm going to seek him in every situation. And family, if you would learn to start seeking God in every single situation that's going in your life, positive or negative, you know, because we we're we're, we're professionals at praising when it when things are good. We 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 got our PhD, MBA, all of that when things are going good, but when things get turned up a little bit, because the word said in this life, you have trouble. We're gonna have trouble. We're going to have troubles as long as you wake up every morning, and your feet hit that ground, and you say good morning. There's some troubles waiting you somewhere. That's right. But Jesus said He's overcome all of that. And the thing that we have to do is find him in the situation, whether it be in your marriage, your finances, whatever's bringing that, that level of depression um, on you, because I was there, family, all of it. You know, I'm preaching to myself right now. I was Amen. there all of that, and I had to find Jesus, where he was standing at in the middle of all of that, to show me, you know, because sometimes, you know, we, 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 we look too quick. And what, what what comes to mind is when the disciples were in the boat and Jesus said, well, hey, we, we, we're going to go on to the other side. And it's in the gospel, family. Read it for yourself. And the storm came. And when they seen Jesus on the water, they weren't looking for Jesus in the midst of their problem. They were looking for something else. They wanted to go to their own vices. I think in, the, in, in, in certain parts of Scripture, they said, look, it's a ghost. They didn't see Jesus. But when he got closer there and they seen him, then they were all right. So that's what I'm going to leave you with, Kelly. That's what I'm saying to you today. Whatever situation that you're encountering right now, you're going to get through it. And the way you get through it is exercise your faith. And how you exercise your faith is find God in it. Find him in it. Amen. 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 Well, family, we are just about out of time, but I hope and pray that you got the meat of what we're trying to say. We have victory in every situation in our life, every situation, whether it's depression, heaviness, whether it's loss of life, 
all this stuff that we go through as a human being, the body goes through all these different changes. That's why it's important to have a relationship and a fellowship with Jesus Christ because in those times he gives you the Holy Spirit, which is our comforter that gives us the comfort we need in our challenging relationships, our challenge our challenging situations in our life. That's what God is. He is the, he gave us the Holy Ghost to give us the power to overcome the things of this world. And if we know who we are, we understand and trust who we are, and eat whether you are a Bible scholar or you're just getting started, again, Jesus will meet you halfway. And if you ask God for quickening, if you ask God for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, he will give it to you faster than you can even fathom. I got the t-shirt and the hat. I wasn't a, I wasn't a Bible scholar. I didn't have all the answers and all this stuff. I just asked Jesus for some wisdom and knowledge and for me to be able to translate the word for people to understand it in layman's terms or in regular terms. I still want to preach the gospel, but I don't want to do it the way everybody else does it, Father. So how can you guide me through it? And instead of me putting my three cents in it, I allow God to get in it. God wants me to prepare it, but then he takes me on a whole nother course because that's why I, want, I rely on the Holy Spirit to guide me. Period. It's great to prepare. It's great to have notes and all that stuff. But you have to be willing to be led by the Spirit of God in all things, whether it's preaching, whether it's singing, whether it's witnessing, whether it's being a brother or sister, whatever it is, you got to allow the Spirit of God to lead you in this stuff. Is it hard in certain situations? Absolutely. And Brother Don has a praise report beyond praise reports. He had this COVID-19 thing was supposed to be the life or death. And guess what God said? It ain't your time yet, Brother Don, and I'm going to show you who I am through this situation. Regardless of what it looks like around you, I'm still God in the situation. And guess what? As he was sitting there with the, poss with the possibility of people that were infected with the disease, Brother Don was still there, and he was protected by the Spirit of God. Period. There is no there's no scientific answer to the question. You can't ask the doctor why it happened. It's because the spirit of God was on Brother Don and all Brother Don needed was to trust in God and have faith. Period. He didn't have to pull out his uh, pocket of cliches. He didn't have to say do all this stuff that we're told to do. He just had trust and faith to know that he will walk in the same and walk out powerful. You, 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 you missed that. He walked in the same, but walked out powerful. Why? Because he understood that God is not going to take you unless it's time for you to go. And especially if you have a sound or a voice and God is raising you up to be the voice in this season, I don't care what the devil throws at you. Jesus will always open up a way of escape for you so you know that he is God in your life. And I'm going to end right. it right there. I'm going to leave <laughs> it right there. So we got next week, which is the final part of this series, uh, we're going to talk about the Psalms. And the Psalms is a very powerful tool in everything that we face in this life. You have something to say, Brother Don, before we get out of here? 
No, sir. I was just saying amen, amen. Just, uh, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt if you had something that you needed to say. Uh, Pastor, Pastor Gene, do you have anything you'd like to say before we get out of here today? No, sir. I think we said it all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, family, it's about that time. We're going to get out of here. So if you missed the, today's broadcast, don't worry. It's on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network uh, pay, uh, uh, website. Also, today's the last day to vote. So please tell all your friends, your cousins, Pookie, JJ, if you got 20 people in your family, have all 20 of them go to the SpinAwards.com and vote for the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. We're on one category as a network team. This show, the Psalmist Voice Reloaded, is on a category. They also put me in a category. Don't know why, but they did. So, you know, but God has just been good. You know, in, in all actuality, God has opened up doors for this network, and we are just scratching the surface. All of us on this ministry team are going through some stuff, but guess what? We praise God for it because he's preparing us for what we have to come, and I thank God for the hardships. I thank God for making us stronger. I thank God for flipping the tables over and making our comfortability levels uneasy because he's showing us who he is and what he wants us to do in this season. We have to listen to the voice of God. How do I... How do I listen to the voice, Thomas? That sounds easier said than done. Well, it's quite simple. You talk to him. Just like we're talking to you, you talk to him. Then you read his word. If you can't understand the King James or the New King James, find a, a Bible that will you can understand so he can talk to you through the scriptures. So, family, we're going to attack the Psalms next week to lay the foundation and, I mean, to lay the icing on the cake of this whole series, and we hope you've been blessed. So, again, you can come to blocktalkradio.com forward slash TPV radio. You can download it from our website. You can download it from here on Block Talk Radio. You can also download the Live 365 app. Search the Samus Voice Radio Network, and you're in there, really. And all you got to do is hit the X button to bypass the subscription. You don't have to take it. That's just something that you can get all of the extra stuff. But you don't have to do that. Once you bypass it, type us in, hit the heart button, take us everywhere with you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So on behalf of Pastor Say Go, on behalf of Brother Don and Pastor Gene, thunder and lightning i am the psalmist voice and always remember family you are more than you think and greater than you heard and when you see the psalmist voice brother don pastor sago pastor gene in your hood in your church in your shopping mall walk with us family let's go we'll see you next time next week and we're going to get out of here with the song called big from Pastor Mike Jr. God bless you, family. We love you. We'll see you next week. Let's go. I don't know what you're going through, but we stopped by to tell you that what's in front of you is bigger than what's behind you. Your destiny, your promise, your future. You might as well shout before you get it, because God sent me here to tell you that what he has for you is going to be big. I believe.
That it's my season. That it's my season. You ought to declare that over your own life. Say, I believe. That I believe. That it's my time. That it's my time. It's my time. It's my time. And I can feel it. And I can feel it. <laughs> Say, breakthroughs in the room. Breakthroughs in the room. It's yours if you want it. Anticipating. God's getting ready to move. God's getting ready to move. Listen, you ought to declare this over your own life. Say it. God, he's working a miracle just for me. And it's going to be. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.